Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's finally September of 2021. I got sure, yeah. Uh, two songs immediately come to mind. Wake me up when September ends. Okay. And then I believe it is just September. Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's two more songs than I thought of. Do you remember? Oh. I'm pretty sure that's just called September. I posted it. I posted it last year, the gift, because everybody does. It's just oh, what happens. It's a thing. And it's also just like, it's a solid jam. I'm not one of those cool kids. Uh, I don't know to post that in September. Ooh. A uh, thing I didn't mention to you downstairs, I'm going to mention to you now, before we even get you to the intro. Did you hear about Benson? I did. I did hear about Benson. Sad days. Rip. The lupus boy himself. Yep. Uh, with that random intro, uh, <laughs> this is the Gamers 2 Podcast, your week- weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Like Benson passing across the Rainbow Bridge to greatness. One of the best dogs they are all the best dogs. That's that's, that's the, the secret. That's the secret. Yep. Ah, uh, where are we at? What we got? I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really have a lot of uh, BS to get through. I guess might be a short one. Man. I mean, it might be a short one. There's I, news uh, was kind of lackluster. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Maybe calm before a storm situation is September. It's supposed to be the beginning of. Uh, like the beginning beginning of the i mean like hurricanes are bigger news currently yeah the flooding in new york city that's nuts pennsylvania's been pretty good too new jersey yeah yeah i know i know two people in pennsylvania uh, apl and mm. then somebody i was at college with both just showing flooding pictures i was like oh it looks like it's a little wet down there yeah, yeah yeah and then yeah there's the i don't know if you saw it on reddit the other day there was the rat swimming in new york city i didn't see that it was just like doing uh, like barrel rolls through the water, like just li- living its best life. One of the uh, Yankees broadcast announcers, uh, John. Uh, yeah, John Sterling got a uh, had to get help. stuck. In, he got stuck in his car. Yep, crazy. And then the uh, oh my god, what is that guy's name? Ricky Ricardo, I believe, who does the Spanish broadcast mm-hmm. for them, uh, turned around and ha- or got called by Susan mm-hmm. Susan Waldman. And he turned around in his Jeep and went and got John and got him home. Yeah. Which is just like, that's just a, a, a nice story. Yeah. He's like, it's like half a mile from where he was stuck to his home, but it took us two hours to get there because of all the road closures. And I was like, yeah. holy shit. 
it's kind of bizarre to like see all that and then like you know it's 70 and yeah i'm chilling out. out here yeah it's just it's just like it's just weird there was a there was an image i i I'm not going to show you, but mm-hmm. there's an image uh, I pulled on Wednesday night, I believe. I think it was Wednesday night. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Wednesday night. And it was just, I was curious, like, what the weather was going to look like. So if I could mow the lawn today or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so I go to you know, weather.com. I pull up the radar. And the radar just shows the hurricane. And then it shows my house. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, if I'm potentially, like, 30 miles in another direction, I'm getting hit. Mm-hmm. But where I am. No rain. And then I you know, give it the old play. See a future projection. It's all just going back out to the coast. Avoids me entirely. No water. And I'm like, classic. It sounds about right. <laughs> so I don't know if you've been noticing, but it seems like the geese are migrating sooner. Yes, I did notice. Uh, my window at work. Mm-hmm. we could see a group of probably like 30 of them or so just hanging out in the lawn. And I was like, that's early. Yeah. I heard them like I, a few times I've heard them honking, you know, like ah, yes. overhead. And I'm like, that as, doesn't as seem right. Do. So, um, Part low key worried about the winter, but you know, yeah, it's, you want to talk about me pushing from work for home. Yeah. <laughs> Let me yeah, not I drive was like, anywhere, please, for uh, the love of God. I was like, oh, I gotta get the forerunner running. Uh, don't want to be driving a BMW coupe in the winter in New York State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that is a get tarped and throw in yeah. storage. Storage for sure. Uh, video games? Video games. New releases? Like new ones, exactly. Exactly. If I remember to uh, unlock my tablet. The new ones like the big con. It's uh, the name of my life. And this podcast. PC, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. Uh, Number two, Kiwi for the PC and Switch. Number three, Maneater Truth Quest DLC for everything that was already on. Monster Harvest for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Rustler for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, number six, Train Life, a railway simulator for the PC. Railroad simulator is making a comeback. Number seven, Lake for the PC and Xbox. Classic. And number eight, a Total War Saga Troy Mythos expansion for PC. Number nine is Bravely Default 2. Number ten is El Shaddai Ascension of the Metron, Meta, Metatron. For the PC. Number 11 is Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous for PC. Number 12 is WRC 10, the World Rally Championship uh, for PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Man, that'd be an interesting one with a proper setup. Mm. Yeah. Good, the true handbrake setup. Just Yeah, with the, like the hydraulic. like Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the really obnoxious, like two foot tall handbrake. Yeah. Uh, number 13, Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 14, Family Trainer for the Switch. Number 15, Kataria Fables for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and the Switch. And number 16, the Xbox exclusive, The Medium, comes to PlayStation 5. What was the um, uh, what were the reviews like for that one? To Medium? Yeah. Uh, I believe it was Decent Technical... Marvel, but 
mediocre as far as like an actual title. Yeah, because I kind of don't remember it coming out. Yeah. Just kind of like... I watched a few people play it. I watched Ray play it. And it was like, yeah, sure, the tech's cool, but it, I don't. I still arguably don't think it did anything on the front end for like us to see that you couldn't have done in previous generations, which is why a lot of people were like, uh-huh. Yeah. But they're probably, my guess is like the way it's getting handled and mathematically and everything else on the back end is very impressive and only could be done now. But the way it's presented to the user is like, what do you mean? I, what do you mean you couldn't do this before? Yeah. I think it was a lot of people's. A lot of the casual, quote, mm-hmm. non-journalist takes were. Okay. Fair enough. You feeling uh, odd or even? I'm feeling even. Okay. That works for me. Uh, number one, let's lead things off on an upbeat news story. Psych. <laughs> uh, China is rolling out oh, that's new... Not upbeat. <laughs> New limits on game playing by minors. According to the Wall Street Journal, the, the age, new... not the profession. Yeah. Uh, or according... the Bitcoin people. I mean, I wish. I wish. I die same. People. Yeah. According to the Wall Street Journal, the new rules would prohibit children from playing games entirely from Monday through Thursday, with Friday through Sunday and public holidays seeing a limit. Of one hour of gaming a day between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. this point, why even bother? Yeah, there's... Yeah. Not only are they telling you that you can only play on weekends, they are setting you a time limit, and they're telling you it has to be between 8 and 9 p.m. For a... Country that had a lot of promising esports talent just has forever. This immediately delays all of it very mm-hmm. hard. Yeah, and, and this is were, and this is also very similar to what South Korea just backed off of. Yeah, and they were just starting to like. I feel like the their development side of it, like studios and game development, was just starting to like. Yeah, take off. And then uh fucking China. China's just like, nah. What nah. if we stop that? Let's uh let's not let people do that. Oh China. You country. <laughs> you interesting country. Number two. I don't really have anything else about that. It's just Yeah, I don't know. She thought it was interesting. Yeah, I think it was even. I think it was more interesting because I believe it was last week, right? We said that South Korea was backing off of the like the exact same thing, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then China's like, ah, no, no, we're gonna double down. Yeah, (laughs) do it and make it worse. Uh, Number two, Naughty Dog's co-presidents Evan Wells and Neil Druckmann addressed the topic of crunch and unionization in an interview with Game Informer. When asked about their personal experience with Crunch, Wells replied, quote, I have definitely personally worked very hard over the years. I think some of that has helped me to get where I am in my career, end quote. He added that the studio has post-mortem discussions after each project for every department, including production, with a goal to, quote, strike the right balance between giving people the opportunity to leave their mark on the industry and advance their craft in ways that may that have never been achieved, but also find space along that spectrum, end quote. 
Druckmann said Naughty Dog wants to prevent burnout at the studio and has created working groups to identify areas for improvement in the studio. When asked if unionization might be a possible solution, Wells said he hadn't thought about it much and wasn't sure it would solve anything. Quote, if we had some sort of restriction where the, when the clock strikes 40 hours, the servers shut down and you can't work anymore, that would frustrate people to no end. There are people who really want to put in the extra polish on their own volition, and they, should, and they would feel handcuffed, end quote. Uh, Druckmann said Naughty Dog has tried such measures in the past, forbidding work past a certain hour or on Sundays, but there were edge cases. Quote, when you try to have a silver bullet like one solution, you're always leaving someone behind, end quote. Uh, or not, that's great. God damn it, I hate when that happens. Uh, that's why we feel like we need multiple solutions. We have to approach this from multiple angles. I almost feel like that was like a, I mean, clearly there's a PR a lot of PR speak there, sort of. Okay, so we're in the same boat where they didn't answer the question? Yes, and they were also just like, eh, we don't... Specifically, Wells, in, in what I read, and I need to go read the interview, so there's that part of it for me, but in what I read, Wells basically said, if you want to advance yourself, you need to crunch. Yeah, that's that's essentially what he said. He basically like was like you can either have work or you can have a life outside of work. You can't have both. Was the gist of all of his comments. Yeah. There's, there's and a- like you can he's like at our company you can have either one but you got to choose like There's a lot both. for me when people can't read in between the lines of what people mean. Yeah. And it's happened recently even at work. Like I've had to read emails where somebody's like, "What are you? Are you saying that that's not what they said?" And then I'm reading their email again and reading it within context of other emails and being like, "No, what they're saying is this. What they mean, what they, what you're interpreting it as is this. What they're not wording to you correctly is this. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of." Uh... I don't know. This kind of speaks of like the old guard. Not, I, I don't necessarily know if I want to put it that way, but they are of the old way of doing things and they don't necessarily see a reason to change it. And like, yeah. And I do agree that there's not a, I, I agree with Neil at the end yeah. where so there's no like, silver there's, bullet. There is no one solution fits all. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you can't put in a massive solution and then make sim- single exceptions. Yeah, for sure. Instead of doing it the other way, and then you're making a... There's a few outliers that you're then making everyone suffer their issue. And then the unionization uh, comment, uh, it's kind of like, I don't know... Either they're poor co-presidents and not thinking about it, haven't even thought about unionization, or they're lying... Or there was a third one that I totally lost my train of thought on. But, like, it just seems ridiculous to have that comment of, oh, I haven't put much thought into it. I, it's I could, like a, I could kind see, of like a hotbed topic. I could see that one. I can understand, like, oh, I haven't thought about that. Like, if they've been caught up in just, like, projects or things, they're like, I really haven't had time to sit down and think of, of that. Mm-hmm. I've just been trying to, like, put out a fire and, you know. Yeah. Move, move from one thing to another. What, what what got me was the immediate, I don't think it solves anything. 
And I just went, hmm. That's telling. <laughs> yeah. Classic. And then and then it's I don't think it solves anything. And then immediately defended by extreme example of that when forty hours get hit, the server just shuts off. Yeah. And I was like, that's not how that needs to work. But you're doing what I do when I argue and I, I know I want to win. I make extreme absurdist examples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Very oh, much speaks about- of like, uh, I don't necessarily want to deal with this, so let's just not make it a thing. Yeah, like, hey, if, while you're inter- interviewing me, you could not give my team a bunch of ideas to make this way harder than it already is. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, naughty dog. Are they the next big one to... Well, they're gonna they gotta make the Last of Us remastered first, and they have to remaster the Last of Us too. They gotta be are are they the next one that's gonna be the big failure? Like, all right, so like, oh, like we've seen the like Blizzard Activision, I guess would be the last one. Yeah, the most recent one. Yeah. Of, well, Blizzard specifically, I yeah, think Blizzard. Activision's still kind of mm-hmm. uh, left alone for that. Naughty Dog's gonna be the next one to stumble. We had CD Projekt Red. Man, Naughty Dog getting. Uh, harassment claims would be insane i think they'll get like versus like just work crunching yeah i don't think they'll get harassment claims they'll get like poor work conditions or something like that ah the old glass door treatment yes exactly or they'll just have i could see them doing like a cd project red situation where they kind of like get too caught up in their own success and like fumble Yes, but to both. I immediately was thinking about the glass door thing and then mm-hmm. thinking how fast would people come to defend them. I think they're one of the ones that would you would have people be like, it's no, it's very, fine. It's fine. very fast. Like yeah. immediately, very notable, loud voices would start just slamming, defending them mm-hmm. without having idea of. Yeah, like, like they kind of no, like no one should take one side or the other on a glass door thing. Like you want to usually lean to the employee, but there's clearly something. Usually, something went specifically wrong between that individual person and the company. So it's like, all right, I need to, you know, wait and kind of hear things if that's the case. But if it was bad enough, you'd immediately have people jumping to defend Naughty Dog. Oh yeah, for sure. I can already think of like seven, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, eh, you. Uh, just make a make a new game. Do me a favor. Yeah, we're we are. We're making The Last of Us Remastered Part 2. Make a new, new game. And when I say The Last of Us Remastered Part 2, what I actually mean is the second time we've remastered The Last of Us. <laughs> uh, number three. Back to China. Chinese publisher... I don't want to go back. <laughs> Chinese publisher NetEase is reportedly in final talks to hire Sega veteran and Yakuza series creator Toshihiro Nagashi. As reported by Bloomberg, the video game talent acquisition will be part of its plan to expand its gaming business. Uh, Nagashi uh, originally joined Sega in 1989 and has worked on a number of titles. And in 2005, he created the crime drama Yakuza. NetEase. Making moves. NetEase, man. What a, what a, speaking of the old guard, they've been around. Yeah. They've been around for a while. So as uh, 
Nagashi, Nagoshi, however you say his last name. Probably butchering it. Sorry. Probably Nagoshi. That's very American of me. <laughs> Close enough. Number four, professional streamer Benjamin Dr. Lupo Lupo announced that he has signed a deal to stream exclusively with a YouTube gaming. He will begin streaming on the platform solely on August 31st. He wasn't the only one to make the move. Tim Betar, 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 known only as Tim the Tapman. That's true. Online and only. Both of those words are true. <laughs> Tim the Tapman announced that he'd signed a deal to make the same move. The Twitch Exodus has begun again. It has. Uh, also, I don't think we talked about it, but they had their little walkout moment. I don't know if you they saw did that. Have, they did have their uh, a day without Twitch, I believe, was the hashtag. Yep. Uh, interesting. I, this is good. It's a good thing. It's, Com- yeah. Competition's good. Competition's always good. It's just going to be interesting to see how everything all f- unfolds. Are yeah, we, I mean, Are we looking at a two-year thing and then they come back and they're back on Twitch again? Or, you know, like... I, I would imagine it's something like that. Google would have to make serious strides with YouTube's streaming yeah. situation. Yep, I agree. Um, and I will also say it's hard for, uh, I don't know, hive mind? Is that the word you want? It, it's hard to change habits. Mm-hmm. So if you were just somebody that went to Twitch and you were just clicking on whoever might have been popular you know like on that was on at the time so you're like oh tim's streaming i'll watch tim mm-hmm. uh tim's not streaming i'll just find i'll look at lupo oh tim they're not streaming i'll go watch shroud like they're just you know hopping into the, the most popular ones well for and youtube's a little different than what mixer was because youtube has the vod and all the video background the videos are it's, it is the video site of the internet mm-hmm so Mixer was trying to just do this, you know, the streaming thing, but like Shroud went from roughly thirty thousand usually to like five to eight on Mixer, mm-hmm. which were you know were said to be the people that wanted to watch Shroud that made the move. That were there, it was probably like ninety five percent of people that had made the move versus five percent of like OG Mixer people that were just like I've never been anywhere else and now I'm watching Shroud. Yeah, I'm curious after two months, two to three months, what Tim and Lupo's numbers look like. Mm-hmm. Because that'll be the at the end of, you know, I was supporting them for the first, like, two weeks or whatever when they jumped. So I just would go over there and watch them. But then I kind of forgot and I stopped getting notified or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think we could also be seeing a shift in, um, uh, like, I'm having trouble forming sentences tonight. A shift in, like, the top streamers. Like, these are pretty big names. Yeah. Um, they're also people who are getting older and um tim the Tatman said that one of the big reasons why he made this move was because it would allow him to spend more time with his family and uh because he would have to stream less so i'm wondering if we're seeing like some of these coincide with them like kind of stepping back and well yeah when you can get the bag and not have to rely on your streaming yeah. as much as you have a contract that it makes sense yeah and um, some you know we'll get some new hotness step up yeah, the uh, the thing like so for Shroud specifically, right? When he moved, mm-hmm. I would go over there sometimes, and then I just kind of stopped. Yeah, 
when he, now that he's been back on Twitch, I've almost basically stopped. I catch it like once or twice, basically stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Doc left mm-hmm. or got kicked off, whatever. Uh, I I really have like not watched any of his stuff. I haven't either. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of like if there was somebody else that had left mm-hmm. at some point. Usually, when somebody makes the move, I'm just kind of like, all right, uh, whatever. I'm, yeah. I I your it's this this is gonna sound shitty. No creator is big enough. Oh, this has happened with the Funhouse guys. Uh, no creator has been big enough for me where when they've left to go do something else, I have wanted to just leave with them. And I know it's to them. It's not a leave with them move because you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're just watching me. And you also could still go to Twitch and watch somebody else. And it's like, yeah, but I have a collection of everything just in one spot and it's ease of access and it's a habit and it's whatever. Like Funhouse was all YouTube for the longest time. And then I would catch Bruce and, and I still catch Bruce and Lawrence and uh, whoever else streaming on John, uh, Alana streaming on Twitch whenever I can. Mm-hmm. Uh but I don't watch as much as I was literally watching every Funhouse video every day it came out type of thing. Yeah. The, the content changed and they went over there and I was just kind of like, all right, yeah, they're over there now. But like now now that you've gone to Twitch, you're competing with my viewers, my viewer. Yeah, my viewers, not my, I don't have any viewers, my viewership of all my other things that I was watching on Twitch. Like I was watching a lot of Max on Twitch because he doesn't have that many VODs on, you know, he doesn't do much. He does a lot more now, but he wasn't doing that much YouTube stuff. So I was watching. I was going to Twitch to watch him. Yeah, you know, I'm going to Twitch to watch Ray. I'm going to. I'm doing those things over there. Now you've entered that mind space, and I was like, oh great! Now I can't split my attention between all five of you. So somebody's getting the axe. Yeah, yeah, for sure, it makes sense. Um, I think we're also seeing that shift that kind of happened on YouTube like a long time ago, where Twitch generally was a few really, really big streamers and then like a ton of really, really small streamers. And I think we're getting the, the spread now where like, it's just going to end up being like, there's going to be a fuck ton of medium sized streamers all over the place. And I think that's kind of part of this move as well as the, yeah, we'll the market from, we'll, getting we'll broken go from up and, less, less of an exponential graph to more of a true linear graph. Yeah interesting i kind of never made the jump into twitch like i never it never kind of grabbed me the whole idea of watching streamers like i will watch a stream every once in a great great while but it's really hard for me to like get into it for me it depends it depends a lot on the streamer and what they're doing yeah like i really like ray and i really like max mm-hmm. but when like i could t- see but when myself... they're together mm-hmm. i can't it's too much it's mm-hmm. too in me i just can't it's there's too much yeah so i just tone out and go do something else but also i never talk in chat i treat it just as a video, a video. stream happening mm-hmm. i literally close chat if it's ever existed i just close it yeah the only time i ever would get in on that is if it's like a if it's a q a and it's usually restricted yes like restricted q a's yeah, yeah. like if i can hop in we've we've both done them with mm-hmm. certain people that were referencing there i've done those but like or if um and those guys specifically the john boy and jake if their chat's open i'll usually jump in their chat but it's usually because you can get in and still actually have like something set or whatever yeah uh or what i've done in chats before is like if somebody's using a a command for like doing giveaways or stuff and you have to enter a keyword then i do that but like that's that's not chatting that's just 
I'm trying to win. Get out of my way. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want win thing. <laughs> Free things. Give me them. Uh, number five. Speaking of streaming, we're on five, right? Is yep. it me? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Facebook has allowed more streamers on its gaming platform to access license-free music. Last September, the platform partnered with multiple big music labels, including Universal Music Group, Sony Music Entertainment, and Warner, to create a library of copyright-free music. Up till now, the library was only available to streamers that had partner status. Now it's open to Facebook's level-up tier, the equivalent of Twitch's affiliate status. It's a good idea. It's a good move. It's good. Yeah, you know, you want to not have so many DMCA and copyright issues and everything else. Um, there is also a... I should bring this up, I guess. There's an, a program called Pretzel. Okay. That is a catalog, like an audio catalog of all royalty-free like clear to stream music mm. that exists. Mm. Neat. Neat. Haven't heard anything from Facebook, their streaming platform in a while. Neither have I. Apparently it's decent though mm. in terms of like viewership. But again, it it's a thing where it's, yeah, sure. It's decent in terms of viewership, but it should say something that you and I couldn't tell you who the top number one Facebook streamer is. I'd be really curious to like see they, the, the they, demographic breakdown for Facebook, Twitch, and, uh, and YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd also be funny. Like, what, I want to see a demographic breakdown, and then I also want to see a category breakdown of like w- the type of streamer that's there. Yeah, like is it is it gaming across all three as the number one? Does Twitch have like a creative or just the, they're just talking? Like, do Facebook's Facebook and Twitch is just chatting section, just insane. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. I'm curious of what that is, but yeah, the they don't advertise at all. No, it, I feel like so when the oh, who's Facebook's number one streamer? I'm like, I, I have no idea. Then again, like you're not on Facebook. Nope, I've left Facebook. I still have my account, but I don't ever go on it. Well, let's put it this way: my account exists, but it's deactivated. Yeah, so we're not good. Good examples, I guess. That's true. That's true. Number six, Take-Two Interactive is suing 14 programmers behind the RE3 project, which offers, quote, the fully reserved source code for GTA 3 and GTA Vice City. Uh, alongside, uh, end quote, alongside ports of the titles for Switch, Wii U, and Vita. In the suit, the company slated that it wants to halt the activities of a group of individuals who have sought unlawfully to copy, adapt, and distribute to the public infringing source code for two classic GTA titles without the authorization or consent of Take-Two. The, that is... Weird way to spell authorization. Uh, the RE3 project does not use any leaked source or copyrighted assets belonging to Rockstar or Take-Two. To access those, players will need to own their own copies of the games. The project also adds new features to the existing games, including a new camera, various bug fixes, and widescreen support. be an interesting one to see how that all wins. Yeah, yeah. I'll be curious on that one. From a legal standpoint, but also like it's interesting that they're going so hard against a lot of these modders all of a sudden that dealt with their older games. Well, because their remasters are coming, yeah. so they have to. Mm-hmm. Need to protect it. Yep. Very Nintendo of them. No, they waited till now. Yeah. 
I guess that's true. Nintendo is more of just Nintendo like, might killed in the womb, Texas yeah. style. Yeah. Ooh, reference. That's a good Politics. one. Politics. That's a good one. Good reference. Not not good at anything else. <laughs> hey, uh, baby, <laughs> hey baby, do you look at do you live in Texas? Because you're looking oppressed. I saw some pretty. <laughs> uh, just like such a such a terrible line, but God, it would probably get somebody. The uh, political cartoons are like fire for. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, the worst one I saw that made me like really just kind of like. Ugh, give me that like really gross feeling. Yeah, was, you just gotta have that chill of reading it. Like, ah, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, a photo of a person. It was people that were protesting, wearing the Handmaid's outfit. Okay, from the Handmaid's Tale. Yep. And she was holding up a sign that had. It was a photo essentially, and it was the outline of Texas made by a bloody coat hanger. Oh, all and right. And I was like, oh, that one's that. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's good. That doesn't make me feel good. I mean, it's gross. Yeah. Got me good. But it's, it's a, that's a pretty good. Uh, it's, it was a success. It was definitely, definitely a good move. On gets part. the message. Yeah. Uh, number seven. Motive held a live streamed Twitch session for the Dead Space remake with members of the creative team. Here's a quick summary of what they said. I don't know if I'm a fan of these. Of what? The develop, th- this like new trend of doing like developer uh, blogs and vlogs and uh, developer vlogs and streams. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop being a bad boy and scrolling on my phone while oh. <laughs> while I'm not paying attention to you. Clearly, oh no. Uh, can fine. you hit me the one thing about your foot though? A remote? Yeah. I'm gonna see if the. Dodger San Fran game is on and curse us to not paying attention even more. I think it starts at nine forty five. Well, fucking YOLO. All right. Um, it probably <laughs> honestly, it probably starts at ten ten. Maybe because it's West Coast. Nine forty yeah. is probably the uh, pregame. All right. So here's the quick rundown of what they live streamed about the Dead Space remake. Uh, Isaac Clark, who is the main character of the Dead Space game, will talk, and the voice actor is the same a gentleman named Gunner Wright. What a name! Of course. AR, Gunnar, uh, ER. Oh, it's oh Gunner. Yeah, oh, Gunner. All right, he is no Swede. Gunner Wright with a W, so WR. See a brother in a flight, uh, with guns. Explain to the fighter jet. <laughs> uh, dismemberment is going to be more comp. Uh, they ha- the other part of this actually I didn't write down that I thought was interesting. They have rules. They had rules for the dialogue. In the original. Or in, uh, the... in in the live stream, they were like, "These are our rules for Isaac Clark's dialogue." Oh, okay. There was two rules. The first one was uh, he will only he will only uh, speak when he's responding to someone. Oh, all right. So seen, not heard. Yep. And speak when spoken to. I've done the yep. same thing with small children. Or the other rule is he will speak if it would be awkward if he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's interesting, but I I can get behind that, I guess. The second thing was dismemberment. I'm, who's making that judgment? I don't know, man. That's a good point. I'm I'm more curious now who's making the judgment because I'm very curious if that person's just awkward as shit. They find the most awkward person. And they're like, all right, when's this guy gonna talk? Yeah, like when would you want to say something? 
just press the button whenever you think you should say something. <laughs> Who's then, the resident weeb in this building? Yeah. They press it twice, and they're like, <laughs> the whole game? Twice? <laughs> uh, oh, hey, Dick Mountain. What a name. It's such a great nickname. It is. Um, it's totally off track. Did you see the proposed... I don't know if it was proposed or rumored. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What they want to do with new players, like their age, the age thing. No. So, like, you know how they now they do, um, like, for player control, they do, like, uh, service time? Yeah. There was, like, a, I don't know who proposed it or if it's a rumor that they were going to propose it or something like that. They rumor, because I haven't seen an article yet, so it hasn't officially happened. Uh, they wanted to change it, change it to age, to an age limit, essentially. Oh. It being uh, 29, I believe. For being what? Like you... No matter what, you're a free agent at 29, I guess? Yes. Unless you obviously signed a contract beforehand. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense because that would prevent the... their Two people immediately come to mind are Luke Foy and Aaron Judge. Which were the examples. And then... But then the counterpoint was, all right, so what about like, uh, like Juan Soto? Because I think he's like 22. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was someone else who was also super young. It's like Vladito, Fernando, yeah, Vlad, and it's like you'd have control over them for a huge portion of their career. Yeah, it should just be like three years into coming up. It shouldn't yeah. be any longer than that. Yeah, I I get the age idea because I guess like I get what they're going for, but it's, yeah, it'd be horrible execution. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, back baseball to talk. <laughs> Uh, dismemberment is going to be more complicated. As an example, the new system includes limbs whose flesh gets stripped off as you shoot them, helping you gauge how much damage you have done. Yeah, sure. I'm going to shoot flesh off of flesh. Uh, zero gravity will be more realistic. Uh, there are no microtransactions. They plan on expanding the lore with in-game tie-ins to the expanded universe of Dead Space, which is a whole thing. There's a fuck ton of comics, I guess. There's animes. There's there's all books. Uh, and side characters will be more fleshed out. So you can shoot them off and see their flesh. Ha ha. Um, and that's it. That's it for Dead Space. I don't really know if I... I guess... I don't know. I guess that's just kind of me not liking the developer vlogs and streams is just... Me being like the old man uh, in the I, balcony booing. Oh, um, uh, Statler and Waldorf? Yeah, because like, you know, if I don't like it, just don't watch it. You know what I mean? Like, Well, yeah. Uh, it's clearly for people who are like, oh, I want to know everything about this game. I'm also usually very much in that booth yeah. with you. We yeah. are the two men in that booth. Yeah, I'm going to be Waldorf. All right. that's. I don't know which one that is. I don't either. I just like the name. I, I, it is the better name. Yeah, that's why I claimed it first. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> maybe oh, you know, I better have the monocle. Let's. We'll, I'll look it up. Um, What's the names again? I think it's Statler and Waldorf. If you look up just like the balcony angry Muppets, you nailed it. it. You nailed it. Statler and Waldorf. Okay. I've I've referenced them enough at this point that I think I've burned it into my brain. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, but I'm in that I'm in that same boat. Like you and I are both there. Of of if you don't like it, just don't watch it. You know, duh. When I don't like the developer stuff like that is in this instance where it's the before the game's out. Luckily for this, Dead Space has already existed, so it's kind of like a a weird double edged thing where it's the game has already existed. The game is out. This is just them talking about how they're going to what they're going to do kind of in the remaster. Mm-hmm. So it's not as bad. What I don't like is the developer stuff that is out that they're doing like developer streams and stuff before the game exists. And like, like before they've just, announced it or no, like they've announced it, but then they're just like, we have no release date, but here's more updates on it. And it's just a hype jerk off fest. Mm hmm. I prefer postmortems where you do it afterwards. Like, oh yeah, we learned this or we learned this, and so we're going to be changing this going forward and stuff like that. That's yeah. fine, but all of the stuff beforehand is basically when it's the equivalent of showing journalist press conferences where the journalists go in and play your hype men for you, and then you also do more hype men. It's just it's all marketing. Yeah, that's which that's kind of our philosophy like we see a game we're interested in we're like we immediately are like that i'm good i don't want to see anymore yep just mark it down as i'm interested tell me when we're closer yeah yeah uh so our only issue with the Sattler and waldorf situation is that waldorf is the short guy which would clearly be me that's true (laughs) so all right i'm Sattler. uh do you have an image i do which yeah All right, so you're definitely Waldorf. Oh yeah, you're Waldorf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's 
I mean, neither of us have the nose of Sattler, but yeah, I mean, you can do a better mustache than I can. Well, it's the whole like thing, like that whole like you know the short socky like. Can we do that pose though? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good pose. (laughs) Like the two bro poses of Stellar and Waldorf. They're about to drop a rap album right there. They really are. I kind of just want to watch like clips of them now. Oh, 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 oh! I got your time. Oh, it's not me. Never mind. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Stellar and Waldorf will wait. And they will wait for number eight. (laughs) A bit of Sony controversy this week. Horizon Forbidden West won't have an upgrade path from the PS4 to PS5. So I'm just going to say this right now before I continue reading. Mm -hmm. If that means anything to you, you can listen to the rest of this. If that doesn't mean anything to you, skip about five minutes. Yeah. Because it's going to get real confusing real quick. It is. Uh, and it's in here strictly to start a conversation of like the barometer of like how we feeling about these, the idea of console upgrades. How about, yeah, so we'll do that. Okay. Um. But yeah, just if that had nothing to do with you, just, just move on. We'll see you in a bit. We'll, we'll still be here. And, uh... If you own a PS4 and are thinking about playing Horizon Forbidden West and you're waiting on getting your PS5, listen up. Or wait till you get the PS5. Hot take. So, here we go. <sighs> Pain. Instead, you'll have to buy the more expensive versions of the game that offer digital copies for both the PS4 and PS5, or start with the B- the PS4 and buy an entirely new PS5 copy of the game later at its full price. Whatever that full price is at the time. Uh, Sony says it has no plans to offer an upgrade, even though you can transfer your save data from the PS4 to PS5 versions of the game. For reference, the versions of the game that include both PS4 and PS4... My bad. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. <yeah. laughs> that include both PS4 and PS5 digital versions of the game? Is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, sure. God, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you Ron Burgundy the hell out of me now. Now I'm questioning you, and that's even worse when the writer doesn't know the answer. For reference, the games that include both versions of the game. Just assume they're both digital in this conversation. They are. Oh, okay. Then it's yeah. Then it's definitely PS4 and PS5 digital yeah, versions. Yeah. Cost eighty dollars, two hundred dollars, and two hundred and seventy dollars. The standard version of the game is sixty dollars, with the special edition for both console generations costing seventy. So, you either pay eighty, and you get both, or you pay one hundred and twenty, and you get both. Or yeah. you pay one hundred and forty, and you get both. Or you pay two hundred, and you get both. Or you pay two seventy, and you get both. Yeah. Or you just wait, hope you get your PS5 soon, and then you buy it for 60 bucks. Yeah. I'm, like, of two minds on this situation. Like, I don't feel... I don't feel like Sony should have to provide an upgrade path. Like, that's kind of a weird thing. Like, that's not a norm. This console generation kind of made that a norm. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you yeah, can't this, get this a PS5. I, this is why this is why I wanted you to get your butt out before I yeah. I beat you with the easy and the easy haha, the easy riposte to your thrust. Yeah, so that's the the other side is the, the you know, you can't get a PS5 and this is clearly like the differences in the games is not going to be substantial enough to warrant buying both. Right, because they're dropping on PS4. Exactly. Which again, and, this is back to me complaining that they should have just made PS5 exclusives. Mm-hmm. But this is a different discussion. <laughs> and like that's kind of like the Ghost of Tsushima is a perfect example of this of of this thing. And you're probably going to see it's probably going to be the same for Horizon as well because they're I I think they use the same game engine. I don't um, remember. But uh is is Ghost of Tsushima prettier on PS5? Prettier Probably. maybe not, but it's it's clearly a higher resolution. But have they you, both have, Go ahead. Have you done that? Done what? On 5? Yeah. Oh, you have yours officially. What? Ghost. Yeah. I didn't know that you had actually gotten it. Gotten what? Your your PS5. Oh, I thought I sent a Snapchat out. I don't remember. I got it uh Monday. I Sunday. Monday. Monday. I got it Monday. I couldn't remember if you had gotten it or if you were saying that you would, all of a sudden you were expected to get it much sooner than you were expecting or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I I just kind of been updating you guys. And then I when I got it, I just sent a Snapchat out of the Yeah, box. it all blurred together. Yeah. No, I got it upgraded to the Ghost of Tsushima uh, director's cut for 30 bucks, yep. and got the downloadable content and everything like that. It definitely, I mean, it looks better, but it should because it's a 4K version. Right. Um, but it runs the same. Like, it, it's, yeah. both are pretty solid 60 frames per second. Um, well, I think actually the PS4 is 30, but it doesn't, it's not like a monumental difference. No. Like, I after playing it, I was like, "This was great," but if it was any more than thirty dollars, I would have been like, "Fuck this!" Like thirty dollars right. was like a stretch. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So I don't know. It, that's that's kind of the the situation for me on the whole not offering an upgrade path. But this is Sony, like very much starting to like move back towards like the Nintendo side of things, where they're like, "We got you, motherfuckers." Like yeah yeah so this is so two things mm-hmm. I think you're an old man yells at cloud territory with okay. with the not offering thing mm-hmm. because again we're both in agreement that is that Josh Bell in left field uh, anyway <laughs> I think it was um it's a it's like I said. It's Sony going reverting yeah. to PS3 ways, mm-hmm. where they spit on the gamers and their customers yeah. and say, "Take it, you like it." Exactly. Where you have again, what I said going into this generation was you have Xbox building an ecosystem. They don't give a shit and just want you to buy the game. Yeah. Which, it's kind of funny because when when the PS5 was getting announced and we were going through all this, we are, we had the conversation multiple times if Sony was going to revert back yeah. since they had the, the, they had the mind, quotes, They had the mind share. They the had lead. The, they had the mind share in the lead, and then they went, perfect, we can get away with it now. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. 
here's here's my thing. If they were true, if they're going to make this move, which it sounds like they very much are, then they should not allow you. And this is this is going to get me a ton of shit, even though nobody listens to actually give me shit. They should not allow you to transfer your save file. I because then that would be a hundred percent the same message. Not a not a question. Yeah, I get where you're coming from, and I kind I actually like it. I, I like it because it takes out the option. Essentially. Yeah, because you're because li- now you're like I, we can already clearly do it. Why am I not allowed to just pay you ten more dollars for the next gen version? Yeah, and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Like technically, I guess you'd pay twenty dollars would be the way to get the next gen version. Yeah, but like that's not it. It should not be twenty dollars. Especially considering, so should be ten dollars. The other argument factor that's kind of interesting is that, and you're transferring my save. Yeah, and you you'll be able to. I'm I'm assuming it's like this for all PS4 games. You can play the it, the PS4 version on the PS5. Yeah, the backwards compatibility part. Yeah, and again, this is going back to a, the very beginning again with my annoyance at them not doing ps5 exclusives when they ran out and touted we have a bunch of px5 exclusives and then they went oh by the way they're also available for the ps4 yeah which was horizon was one of those games yep all i'm saying is the hashtag nate was right (laughs) is never wrong that could be on like a t-shirt hashtag nate was right is never wrong People would be like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I, 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 the better part would be like, is your name Nate? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> so like, earlier. So who, so who is it? I'd be like, when I ordered right. pizza and stuff, they asked for a name and I like froze because like, I'm just like, oh, did you just, you know, the mind broke. <laughs> and I said Nate. And because I don't know, like I, I, my mind just broke. And, I was my, like, and I, my we, answer is always my last name. Yeah. Yours is always Killian. And I was just like, I, but then after I hung up, I was like, we're not picking it up together. Like, I'm going to go pick it up. So, like, I get there, and they're like, name, and mine broke again. And finally, I was like, Nate. And then, like, for, like, a solid 30 seconds, the, one of the girls behind the counter kept saying Nate to give me the things. And I was just like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just totally, like zoned out because that's just, not my name you just know space cadet is they're like looking at you and they're like nate <laughs> nate nate <laughs> nate and i was like oh thank you thank you and they're like yeah like they <laughs> yeah yeah i'm pretty sure they thought i was like fucking like high or something oh, yeah, like yeah. that still motherfucker just really wanted some pizza yeah <laughs> so fun little story for you uh anything else you want to add on that on the uh, uh, on the name mistake or no, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> we can't we don't have enough time for that. The, um, hey, haven't you ordered with my name before? I have. I'm at there, sure. I'm pretty sure yeah. you've ordered with my name before. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, because it was when you and Dewey came up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, no. Uh, it just we saw this coming a mile away. Sony's a cluster. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, do you want me to do the questionable things we didn't do full paragraphs on, or do you want to do Yeah, because I'm getting really annoyed that my right shoulder won't just pop or crack in my left one. All right. 
Uh, Brendan Green, best known as the creator of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, has founded a new independent studio called Player Unknown Productions. Never would have guessed. The guy needs to be more original. Uh, he's totally not full of himself. No. Uh, Paradox Interactive CEO Ebba. Oh fuck, man! These, these the band. Like, no, these uh, bands making a comeback. Scandinavian last names, man. Yeah, I saw they're doing another album. Yeah. Um, the Scandinavian last names. What's their the, most famous the song? What's up? What's their most famous song? I have no idea. What is an ABBA? I wanted to say Dancing Queen, but is that ABBA? I don't know. I I have a hard time like putting songs like re- remembering songs attached to who made them. I know some older ones. New stuff's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Some of the older ones are fine. Uh, uh anyways. No, Par- yeah, Dancing Queen is Ebba. No, so I'm gonna go with it's probably that then. Uh Paradox Interactive CEO Ebba uh Lung Lungrud. Lungrud, I don't know. Hold, hold uh, on. Hold yeah, on. you can take a look at that. Uh, she has stepped down from her position, quote, due to differing views on the company's strategy going forward. I would have probably said it's either, if it's not Eba, it's Abba. Not Abba. Mm-hmm. I said Abba. Oh, okay. I'm terrible at listening. I've and then probably Jungarud. Jungarud? I don't scan the name, but there's no, me, man. But there's no accents. Yeah, which would so indicate know. the if there was a umlauted u, then it would obviously give it the oud. But mm. oh well, nice, uh, nice bracket usage, by the way. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just a random bracket. Listen, I was, I'm tired. Apple is relaxing its app store rules a bit, and will be allowing some content apps to link to their websites. So you users can set up and manage accounts, not games though. This is such a ridiculous. Like, they're Apple they're thing. now just like stirring it. Oh yeah, they like, and that's such a stupid thing. Yeah, like yeah. a link to a website for account management. Account management, but you probably can't make purchases. Even if it wasn't a game, you probably can't make purchases if that for that product. Like I wonder if they allow you to. You link out for Amazon to manage the account. Can you make a purchase and say that? You know, uh, number four, DC Fandom. Fandom uh, will return on October 6th with looks at the Batman, Black Adam, The Flash, Aquaman, and The Lost Kingdom, and a whole slew of TV shows. All right, then. And probably a bunch of other shit. Give me more. I'm, Dude, I'm down. Dude, the Batman movie has been like... It's been around for a while, but they also had massive COVID problems. Yeah, yeah. I know like COVID fucks everything up. It's just I, I would love to see a new trailer. Yeah. I would love for it to be done, like to know it's done. I would, I would love for that too. Done. Also, where's the 25th James Bond? That one's been done and they just keep pushing it back. Yeah, because they want a theater release so bad. I can't really blame them because if you look at like what movies are pulling in when they release the theaters, it's pretty abysmal. Like they're not like... All the movies released recently that are big movies have not made their budget their budget back at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised, but at the same time, give me our James, give me the James Bond. I uh, want to see the Bond. <laughs> Sony has announced a PlayStation showcase for September 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, 
Sony says its showcase will include updates from its PlayStation Studios and a look at games releasing this holiday and beyond. That's not Tokyo Game Show, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, also, it, it, to be fair, uh, looking at a game from PlayStation Studios, a game this holiday and beyond, we're looking at beyond. Yeah. Thank you, because that, that was literally what I was just about to say. <laughs> we're not looking at anything <laughs> released at this holiday from them. Yeah. Uh, the rumors are like God of War, you know, your typical like... Oh, yeah, we'll see Ragnarok. And... Yeah, stuff that's probably not coming out even next year. Yeah, or if it is, it'll be pushed into technically Q4 of next year, which will be February Yeah, of 23. Uh, CD Projekt Red is targeting late 2021 release dates for Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3's next-gen upgrades. Uh Number seven, t- Nintendo will not be at the Tokyo Game Show this year. Interesting, but I'm also convinced they really don't have anything to show. Yeah. Uh, the Crisis Remastered Trilogy will be released on, on October 15th. Uh, <clears throat> this one's kind of interesting. THQ Nordic is celebrating their 10-year anniversary with a Jeff Keighley-hosted showcase on September 17th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. All right, I'm going to go back to the THQ Nordic thing, but let's get the last thing out of the way. Uh, If there was any doubt, it has been confirmed that Starfield is not a timed exclusive. PC or Xbox are your only options to play. Whoop-de-doo! You're not going to see it for two more years. That one, um, I think we might see next year. There's been a lot of shit that's leaked on it. Yeah, but it's also, you know... We still got to get Deathloop out the door. Yes. Yes. And the leaks, to your point, the leaks, a lot of the leaks have been concept art. Yeah. Concept images. And uh, hot take, that trailer wasn't a trailer. No. No. That trailer was what the Outer Worlds should have been. Or sorry. that The Outer, Wor- Outer Worlds trailer for two is what Starfield should have been. Yeah. Where they're like, hey. Can you imagine doing a trailer? We don't have anything to show you, but we're just really <laughs> confirming it. Uh. So, yeah. Um, on the THQ Nordic thing, mm-hmm. I was talking with uh, my VR guy at work. Mm-hmm. And we we're both we we're both of the same mindset. It's a conversation you and I have had for forever. Mm-hmm. We both agree on this before I even say it. So Okay. But THQ Nordic is the company with all their studios and money that should have been bringing and should be in the future, bringing all of these arcade games to VR time crisis, house of the dead, buck hunt. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All every single one of those games. We've had conversations on this podcast about how awesome it would be to have like a house of a dead VR game. Yes, exactly. We have had this conversation, but then I was like, man, who would do it? And nothing screams that more than THQ Nordic who revives shit from the dead. And it would be free money. Mm. Give me, give me. I think, you know what? I'm going to put some faith in THQ Nordic. And I bet that they have that planned, and they're just waiting for VR to be like slightly more accessible. Like we're almost there with the Quest Two from Facebook, but they need like a little bit more. Like I'm just picturing me just zonked out, not really, but just lackadaisical in the couch with just two triggers out, and I'm headset on, just staring at a Time Crisis screen, like ooh, ah, baby, baby, oh, yeah. Hmm. 
And then even then, the units for like time crisis and stuff that had the weight plate, mm-hmm. the weight plate is just you ducking. It's literally you ducking. It's not a weight plate anymore. Yeah. Why are these not existing? It's so much money. The classic reload shooting off screen. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. They really that would be that would be really dope. And the shooting off screen doesn't even necessarily have to be just have it like shoot my feet or something. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's so easy. They everyone should just do gun mechanics like Half Life did. Yeah. And every, that would be perfect. Yeah. So. Or even if you wanted to be really silly, and I get to just, I get to shake the gun for a reload. Yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. No, that'd be, that would be. That would be. It's like my pinnacle VR experience. Yeah. I was thinking about VR the other day, because I was like, I have my VR, and I'm like, man, I really need to like do something with it. And now you have a wheel. I do. I, that thought has occurred to me as well. Project Cars. Or uh, Hot Wheels. <laughs> well, Project Cars has a Project Cars VR. Yeah, they yeah they have VR. I, I think, think I would I have think to... Hot Wheels has a VR. <laughs> or first person. I think it's all third person still. Having like set up my wheel on my desk, I feel like I would kind of need to find some sort of like cheap. I, I the alignment and everything is just so weird. I'd have. Oh, to I need I need to show you the stand I was looking at uh, after this. Yeah, hundred bucks and just. Call it a day. Yeah. Because that's what I'm going to have set up in here of, or downstairs when whenever we get Forza slash Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. Forza might be the harder one for me to use it on. Yeah, Forza's a little weird because like it's kind of arcadey. It's like it kind of like... Yeah, but I also just go off-roading. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know how if I... You know. mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. It's a yeah. play by ear. Anyway, it's been seven days. What you been up to? Uh, so I'm still off of work. So I kind of, and the baby sleeps during the day for the most part. So, uh, I finished Mass Effect three. Um, and I chewed through the Ghost of Tsushima DLC. So I, I'm, I kind of have some beef with Mass Effect three because I, um, I replayed it. I played it before, but this is my second playthrough of it um, uh, with the new special edition. And the endings are, like, so weird. So there's three different endings. There's technically four endings. So there's three endings, as in there's three choices. And then there's a fourth ending that is called the perfect ending. And I disagree with the perfect ending. Is it, like, because of choices or because of alignment that you've made or... Both. So you kind of have to... Stars have to align... Like, you have to make the correct choices throughout the, the whole, whole trilogy yeah, to get the stars through the line, to get the perfect ending. And really, the only difference between all the endings, like, the perfect ending is the quote-unquote destroy ending. The only difference between it and the regular destroy ending is you see uh, them allude to the fact that Commander Shepard's still alive. Oh, okay. So that's where my beef is, is that I don't think the perfect ending should be the destroy ending. Because there's th- there's there's the destroy ending where you destroy the Reapers, and basically you destroy all AI, which includes your comrades who are AIs. Yep. There's the synthesi- synthesize ending, which is organic and uh, robotic AI life merging. Which I think should be the perfect ending. 
And then there's the, uh, I, I can't remember what they call it, but it's basically the ending where you don't, you, you, you fucking, I don't know. I can't remember what it is, but it's a dumb ending. Um, but anyways, that's my beef with Mass Effect because I feel like based on Commander Shepard, uh, well, I guess it based on a Paragon Commander Shepard, he would want everyone to be happy. Mm-hmm. So he would do the synthesized thing. Right. Uh, so then, I don't know. I think I asked you this early on in your, in your playing. Mm-hmm. I've, I've asked you this before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that the ending of Mass Effect 3 is an issue. I wouldn't say it's an issue. Like, I don't... That's just my personal opinion, but do I think the endings of the game... The ending of the game is good? Yes. Okay. I don't have what that whole... The whole meme was the outcry so much to the point where they had to patch in another ending. Yeah, it's just silliness. Um, And then I played Ghost of Tsushima on the PS5, which was everything I was hoping it would be. It was fantastic. Love the new controller. Game's gorgeous on a 4K TV. Um, the stuff they added into the DLC is fantastic. It was probably... I I have every single trophy short of the one... There's one trophy that I can only get by playing Legends. Okay. So I'm going to do that at some point to get it. Because you, you have to play the tale in legends to go back into the single player game to tell a person how a tale ends essentially. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's how you get that last trophy. Um, but it was, it was great. Probably if you do everything, probably 15 to 20 hours, I would say that's pretty good. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's it. Nice. Where are you at? I'm just chilling chilling world of warcraft that will be the show mm-hmm. waiting uh, for some new shit yeah kind of kind of just in a lull played a bunch of random things playing a little madden right now just kind of like madden, madden in the league 22 yeah, yeah yeah madden in little league of legends just as like palate cleansers you know get in do my stuff play a little split skate uh, split gate hmm. hop in pew pew shoot shoot um a lot of palate cleansers just kind of keep myself fresh and yeah. uh rated heroic with a guild on wednesday your guild or a guild? A guild. A guild. Uh, guild I ran with like for maybe a month ago, three weeks ago now. Okay. Um, not the thirteenth rank guild. No, the one where you guys. The one were, before. Yeah, the one where you like if you guys. Yeah. 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 If you're ever on and need people, their their up. group stopped running normal because initially I found them in a normal run and they were running normal. Mm-hmm. Then they stopped doing that because their main team stopped doing heroic. Their main team went on to only doing mythic. Mm-hmm. So then they, so made they moved the, up to Yes, yeah, so they moved up one tier and kicked normal off their runs. So instead of doing heroic, mythic and normal, they went to just mythic and heroic and axe normal off their list. So I was like, yeah, if you guys need anything, I'll, you know, I'll go and so I hopped on and they're like, yeah, you want to go? I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go. And I was talking to the guy that organized it and everything kind of like afterwards. And it sounds like I wasn't the issue. Like, we only got five bosses down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's funny because, like, we were kind of talking about it. Or, like, him and I were talking about it and, like, why that was and stuff. And we're like, oh, yeah, these are probably the issues or anything. But, like, I once again didn't hop in voice chat with them at all mm-hmm. and still did all the mechanics and everything. And everything was fine. And I was like, all right, yeah, we're, I'm doing fine. I know Good. I'm not. Once again, no, I'm not the problem. Mm-hmm. So, 
see if I go with them again this coming week and see if it if we go further. I know they can full clear it, but they're also using the Heroic Knight as testing for their guild mm-hmm. for new people in their ranks and stuff. Yeah. Like, there are a few people I noticed because I have it so I can see the guild they're in and I can also see the rank that they're in in the guild mm-hmm. in, like, the way my nameplates show up or whatever. Yeah. So I can see a bunch of people that were in their guild had the, like, tag of their the role of rookie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, these guys are getting tested to see if they can actually start doing it. And I was talking to him about it. He's like, yeah, we're using it to see some new people that haven't really seen any of the, some of the, like, the harder stuff and whatever. And he's like, you can kind of tell because you see their numbers are bad or, you know, they're dying, like, where they shouldn't be and stuff like that. And I was like, yep, I can 100% see which ones are new. <laughs> how uh, how many randoms do they have in the in the raid group? There may be only, like, four of us. Nice. Four, well, let's put it this way. There were four of us, at least, I think, from different servers. There might have been another random from their server, but I saw four different servers. Theirs mm-hmm. and then three others. Yeah. Theoretically, they could be, like... Other people, you could have just been other people that yeah, were on that server, whatever, yeah. yeah. Well, there were alts and stuff, but usually their alts are still in the guild or whatever. But mm. yeah, it was it was just it was an interesting time. It was a fun time. It was funny to once again just not be in voice and do a higher because I I wasn't in voice with them the first time, but we were doing normal mm-hmm. and normals like whatever. Then we were in heroic and I once again didn't hop in voice, didn't get even asked to join or anything. So they're just like, yeah, sure, whatever. He doesn't need to be here, and <laughs> did everything. And I was like, all right. There was there was never there I'm was waiting never for like them to either a invite you to their voice where probably Discord yeah probably then be Discord. like hey why don't you join our Discord or or b be like do you have any interest in joining the guild I'm I'm waiting for the like me to fuck something up massively where I have to get in there because mm-hmm. uh, like I haven't not, I think from my understanding I think you could probably get all the way up to. I actually, you can probably kill the entire guild, the entire raid on heroic without ever talking to anybody, hmm. as long as everybody knows what they're doing. And I yeah. basically know what's going on in all the fights, so I don't. There's nothing like, oh yeah, you need to. We need to like have communication. Or they're gonna give you like the the invite to like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna try mythic. Do you want to join? The issue with the mythic thing, and then they'll be like, yeah, come. Well, in. they're already they're already like three out of ten or four out of ten mythic. Yeah. Um, but the issue with the mythic thing is. I couldn't go to a. You can't server cross Mythic yet mm-hmm. because the Alliance Hall of Fame hasn't filled up yet. Yeah. So until that fills up, which could be months, <laughs> uh, I am stuck only rating with if I try to do Mythic with my server. But I still need more gear before I go step into Mythic, I think. Yeah. Um,. Speaking of wow, I, I saw some random Reddit posts of people uh, arguing for uh, cross faction. Yes, cross faction. Thank you. Yeah, probably saw the Ian comments and stuff. I don't know because there's been a bunch of changes that they're that they're making. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, the joke is the ripcord has been pulled. Yeah, yeah. So they're um, going to start fixing a bunch of things or yeah. like doing everything you guys asked for. They've talked kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, a large majority. They've uh, they've talked about the faction thing before. They've talked about it ad nauseum, um, and it's. I'm not going to put words in their mouth. It's something that they're constantly looking at. Yeah, and I th- I don't think we'll see it this expansion unless we see it in like the nine point. I don't think we see it in the nine point two patch because currently everything that's getting details is for the nine point one point five which is usually like the half step bet- before we get to the 9.2 patch. I don't think we see it in the 9.2. It 
maybe we would see it in the 9.3, like if they even think they've figured it out yet. But I assume you would see it more likely in 10 with whatever the next expansion is where they go, okay, let's just let's try it and just YOLO it for an expansion and see what happens. What are your do you, do you pro against? Don't really care. Uh, seeing how we're constantly always working to fight the same fucking evils anyway. Uh, I'm for still keeping the cities and like you not being allowed in, in other people's cities and stuff like that. But you should be able to go or like even PVP. PVP is already kind of fixed because PVP, they have the option where you can go into, I think it's called mercenary mode. Mm-hmm. You go talk to a vendor and say, I'm going to fight for the other side for a while. And so that way when if queues are unbalanced you can just go in there and then it puts you on the alliance if you're horde it puts you on the alliance side and you can still pvp and still earn all the you know stuff you wanted to earn okay um but like raids and dungeons you can't do that i would be entirely in favor and fine with them doing it like yeah raids and dungeons you guys can all just go hang out and go murder things like you're all working together for it anyway at this point there's no uh, whatever, but then when it comes to like you go back to Azeroth and you're trying to go like a, an undead horde is not f- walking into Stormwind all fine, like it's just not going to happen. And I you can still have separate stories and whatever, but there's there's and there's multiple examples of the NPCs working together. Maybe you could do like what uh, the Hall of Fame. What is it called? Hall, what is it called? Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Like it's only available after like the Hall of Fame's filled up. That type of thing. Yeah, which that that would be well, that'd be f- uh, fine for the the Hall of Fame is tied to mythic rating because the Hall of Fame is mythic based. Yeah, um, I would rather see it be like you still keep the Hall of Fame for Horde and Alliance, mm-hmm. so that way guilds can still be Horde or Alliance, but like you don't have a pen you don't have a penalty if you know one of your friends wanted to play a human and you wanted to play an orc, you can still play together. Yeah. But like you, in order to get into like the Horde Hall of Fame or the Alliance Hall of Fame, your Horde Hall of Fame would have to have, uh, like a ninety percent majority Horde players or something like that in it, or even a hundred percent if they were going to do it that. Just like you have to have a hundred percent Horde to get into the Horde Hall of Fame, or you have to have a hundred percent Alliance to get into the Alliance Hall of Fame. Yeah. But if you want to just be mixed, you can just exist and still do things. But that's that's you know, yeah. That's a whatever. We will see. Something to watch. Yeah. Like, it doesn't affect me currently, but I would definitely play a few more Alliance tunes. Yeah. If it was an option. Yeah. Because I think there's just, I think there's some cooler looking guys on the Alliance side. I want a Kul'Tier and Druid. Okay. I'll I'll show you why after. Write that down. Yeah. I've always been uh, fond of the, uh, what the fuck are they called? The Draenei? 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 Yeah, yeah. The horse people. Yeah. Draenei. Yeah. I have a light forward to Draenei. That's a paladin. Yeah, and they're fucking buff. And I have they got a, horse hooves. They got horse legs. And I have a worgen death blue. knight. Yeah, and I got a worgen death knight. I mean, that's that makes sense. Yeah, I run on all fours everywhere. Yeah, why wouldn't I? It's a fucking. You're basically a werewolf. I am a werewolf. I walk around in human form in, in Stormwind, so no one suspects me. <laughs> <laughs> Role play. <laughs> the only bit of it I do. <laughs> uh. Because the moment you go into combat, you're just a wolf. All right. Anything else? Nah. That's it for me. All right. Cool. That's all I got. We'll see you guys in seven days. Bye-bye. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter. A health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.